episode 48 take it to max sports podcast with your host max murphy with jacob nissler how we doing good how are you max a little nervous today i have <laughs> way too much time at work to sit around and think about tomorrow unfortunately yeah but same here same here stand confident um I've, I've been reading all day sounds like other analysts jeff passan um tim kirkjin John Boy Media, your hat. Uh, sounds like a lot of people really like this Twins team to make some noise. And it just feels a little bit different than the past couple of years where this time we actually have a one-two punch or a solid starting rotation. Where in the last couple playoff appearances, we've had to lean on our offense to hit a lot of home runs, like the year that we broke the record. Um, and our pitching was just not there. So... Well, yeah, no, it's it's definitely definitely not the same old Twins team. Um, and and yeah, I did the same thing. I was listening to everything I could, watch or uh, reading everything I could. Um, low correction, hat is just baseball, not John Boy. I did listen to both today, oh. however. Uh, just baseball is actually higher on the Twins than most uh, media outlets that I've seen today. Um, just just before recording, I scrolled through a Sports Illustrated article. Every single one of them picked Toronto. Um, just really? baseball, I think, had the Twins ranked as the number one rotation heading into the postseason, though, and that's the highest I've seen them on any ranking. So, yeah. So, re- really, really looking forward to seeing the Twins throw the ball. It kind of feels. I mean, we talked about it on the last uh, when when the Twins clinched. Kind of feels like the Braves and everyone else, but that everyone else are really close meaning they all have their strengths they all have their weaknesses but overall any of these teams can make a run um i'm looking at the bracket here and i'm gonna i'm gonna present it because we're gonna go through each series but this let's hope this twins team can finally break through after 18 straight losses and we're at home this time which we're not used to yep all right i'm gonna pull up the bracket here Share the screen. Here we go. We're going to start with the Arizona Diamondbacks going to Milwaukee. And I think we just got some big news about the Brewers. Yep. Brandon Woodruff is going to be out for this wildcard series with a shoulder problem. That's big. Brandon Woodruff is just an absolute stud on the mound. Yeah. Uh, they're really looking forward to having him game two. Uh, but but no longer. Uh, that's a, that's a big hit. I still think Milwaukee is going to win this. I don't know if it's going to be two or three, but I, I do have some trust in Milwaukee here. Yeah, that was, when I saw that, it was right after I filled out the bracket and I had Milwaukee advancing. We'll get into our brackets. But I was like, man, I was really banking on a Brewers possible upset. Now, an upset of the Brewers over the Dodgers is very unlikely. That one guy, that one starting pitcher is that big of a deal. Um, he's been, unfortunately, we haven't seen him most of the season. The times that we have seen him, when he has been healthy, he's looked like a Cy Young pitcher. Um, not as good, I'd say, or as consistent as Corbin Burns, but a really, really good number two and a good one on most teams. He's looked Really good when he's been healthy. Problem is he hasn't been healthy much. And not only did um, remind me the Brewers manager, is it 
I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. Craig Council. Craig, I knew it. Anyways, Council <laughs> came out, and it, if you listen to what he had to say, it sounds like Woodruff could be out longer than just the Wild. It could be the postseason, which is really unfortunate. If if they were to get by Arizona, which I think a lot of people have them advancing, um, we might not even see him in the Dodgers series, which would really, really stink. But regardless, they got last year's Cy Young going – or two years ago, Cy Young, Corbin yep. Burns won game one. What do you think about this first game? Game one's going to be interesting. I kind of wish uh, that the Snakes were throwing Zach Gallen out there game one so we could get Gallen versus Burns. Yeah. Uh, they're throwing Brandon Fott out there. He's a good prospect. He's been okay so far in the majors. Uh, so it'll be a good game. I think the Brewers will take care of business with uh, Corbin Burns on the mound in game one. And then I do think Zach Gallen always gives the Snakes a chance to win. So game two could go either way. And then for me, I think uh, the Brewers just get to Merrill Kelly in game three. And, and I think the Brewers take it. Yeah, this right here is what scares me. Um, I'm going to show this tab. You can see what I see. Um, this win-loss away, he is a much yeah. better pitcher at home. One and four, five ERA, and he's known for striking guys all out. Only 48 strikeouts on the road. Um, Milwaukee's not – I mean, no no road playoff game is going to be easy because the crowd's big, but being inside um, a dome-type atmosphere with – a packed Milwaukee crowd is going to be tough, especially your first postseason appearance um, as a pitcher. I mean, he's had a lot of, he's played, let's see here. He's played nine games on the road and he only has 48 strikeouts. That's not going to do it. I, I, when I saw the pitcher matchup, I was like, really gallon isn't going game one in a must because in the wild card series, you kind of every have- game every game is a must win. Exactly, and uh, Brandon being pitcher game one, like you said, he's a good prospect, but it's going to be tough for him. Um, he also hasn't faced the Brewers this season. At least Gallon and Merrill Kelly have seen him, but that really scares me. Another thing I look at right here, speaking of Brandon Fott, how about one of the top Cy Young guys on the road? Five and six. We know how good he is at home. He's one of the best home pitchers in the league. So are a lot of pitchers. Look at Dallas Keuchel in his few starts <laughs> with, the, with the Twins. But four four two ERA on the road. Um, he's actually been pretty good against Milwaukee this year. He's started two games, has fifteen strikeouts in fourteen innings pitched, only let up one run. But that road record scares me. Yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting series for sure. I mean, all these series are going to be interesting. Um, this one's probably the one that I won't watch just because, you know, there's going to be a lot of baseball to watch. Right. Um, so if, if I have to pick and choose, that's probably fourth out of four on my list of, of games to watch. But yeah, I, I do still think it'll be a fun series. I think this... Brewers, not just their starting rotation, but their bullpen. Because, I mean, you think about even without Woodruff, Peralta going game two, and they they got some, I mean, Miley, Colin, they could go game three. But either way, Peralta and Corbin Burns look hitless. Like, they look unhittable these last couple 
couple months actually. And and then you've got, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think you've got the best closer in the league. Then, yeah, you know, you can no. throw Devin Williams in the eighth or the ninth, and he's not going to give up anything. Yep, hundred percent. Also, no, this Brewers team is one of the best, along with the Twins. After All Star break, they've been playing really well and really well at home. And the addition of Mark Canna, he's looked like a whole Big. different player. He's looked like Trey T- Turner since the ovation. Like yeah. Mark Hanna is playing really good with the Brewers. Um, and then when you have him and Yelich in the outfield, um, and then Rowdy's back healthy, Santana is hitting bombs like he is the, his whole career. This Brewers, not just their pitching staff, which is better than their lineup, but their lineup has been hitting really well too lately. I think they're just going to be a problem for the Diamondbacks. And I'm honestly, I'm, I mean, as Twins fans, we can't root for the Brewers, but I'm rooting for the D backs here because it'd be sweet to see a number six seed. And then they'd go and face the Dodgers, and we probably know what would happen. But I would, I'd love to see the Diamondbacks get a game or make it competitive. I just, I don't, don't see it happening, especially game one, Burns versus Brandon. I would put a lot of money on Burns. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think uh, you mentioned him briefly. Christian Yelich is having one hell of a bounce back season this year. Yeah. I mean, he he went through a couple seasons, couldn't really hit much, went through some injury trouble. And and Yelich this year has just really, you know, become not quite his MVP former self, but he's yeah. really turned it back on. All righty. Anything else you got to add about that series? Nope. Let's, let's move on to probably – I mean – these two right here, the Rays and Rangers and Phillies Marlins are fascinating in their own ways. Phillies and Marlins were seeing the team that was in the World Series last year. I wouldn't even say they had a disappointing season, honestly. I'd say their starting rotation was disappointing, but they still won, uh, what was it, 90-plus games and yeah. have that fourth seed and a really good NL. So I wouldn't consider it a disappointing season, but when you're in the World Series last year, and I mean they they only upgrade in the offseason. Gang Trey Turner, and since he got the ovation in Philly, um, has been the stud that he always was in LA and is finding his all-star um gold glove self in Philly at in the second half of the season. Um how many games did they win this year? Uh I'm looking right now. Because after All-Star break, they start out really rough. Did they go Owen – did they start the season winless, like winless for – They they had a tough start to the season. They won 90 games, though. Yeah. I want to say they started the season like 0-7 or something crazy. But anyways, um, they're facing the Marlins at home. What are you looking forward to? What's your prediction for this series? I'm just really, really looking forward to two things, I guess. Uh, the Philadelphia offense is going to be electric. You know, you've got Bryce Harper, you've got Kyle Schwarber, you've got Nick Castellanos, you've got Alec Bohm, you've got Trey Turner, you've got, I, I mean, just an absurd amount of people. Uh, JT Realmuto, yeah. you know, Bryson Stott, you've got... Um, it just, How good has Alec, Alec Bohm been this year? My Lord. Yeah. He's... Yeah, it's... He's probably one of the clutchest hitters in the MLB right now. Yeah, 100%. And and it's just they're they're a really fun team to watch. You touched on it. Their their rotation is going to be uh the question mark here. 
Uh, but they've got two veterans. You know, Aaron Nola's had a tough year, but but it's still that name recognition. That's still a big yeah. name in baseball. So if he can come in game two, kind of shut some stuff down, they've they've always got a chance. And and the other thing I'm really looking forward to is is two guys on the Marlins, Jazz Chisholm and Luis Arise. We love Luis Arise here. Yeah. Uh, you know, longtime Minnesota twin and and a fan favorite in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, traded him this offseason for Pablo Lopez. We'll touch on that trade a little bit later. Uh, but, I mean, Luis is just – he's an old-school hitter. Just get he the is. bat to the ball, spray it to all fields. Doesn't hit for a lot of power, but he's going to just, you know, dice a single in, in a clutch spot and, and maybe win a game for the fish there. And, and Jazz Chisholm – the guy is always on base. 100%. The guy, Luis, is is always just on first or second base. Yeah. And, and Jazz Chisholm, you know, he switched out to center field this year, uh, adjusted very well defensively, and and let's see if that back can get hot. Yeah, he's like the Royce Lewis for the Twins this year, just in grand slam after grand slam. Um, this series boils down to, I think, one thing here. No Sandy Alcantara and no really, really impressive prospect and rookie, Yuri Perez. Um, Jesus Lazardo is a great number three, would be a good, really good number two, okay number one on a lot of teams. But he, I, I don't know how Lazardo is going to fare in this against the Phillies bats. Um, he's, he was a much better pitcher at home. We talked about with Brandon Fott. Uh, we talked about with Zach Allen, much better pitcher at home than he is on the road. And going into Philadelphia, would you say that's a, a good crowd to play in front of as a road team or no? Uh, probably one of the worst in baseball, Max. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's the Philadelphia Eagles, the Sixers, or the Phillies, it's not a fun place to play. Jesus Lazardo, Braxton Garrett, and Edward Cabrera, who we could see in the third game, would be their possible rotation, and they got to be really, really good. They have to be stellar to get a game and possibly two games in advance against the Braves. Um, what's interesting about this series, though, is either way, we're going to see a team that's seen a lot of the Braves this season. We got three NL East teams in this bottom right corner of the bracket. 100%. It's going to be fun to see a lot of this interdivision play. Um the one thing I heard about the Phillies lineup today that I, I really found interesting, they're one pitch away at all times. If if a Marlins pitcher throws one bad pitch, you know, they leave they leave a hanging curveball in the zone. They, you know, leave a fastball middle middle on accident. Right. That's that ball's gone. You're you're not getting that back against this Phillies rotation. So yeah. I think the Phillies are always going to be one pitch away in this series. I really am excited to see we, – we kind of talked about just before hitting record here. Um, Ranger Suarez was one of the best pitchers in the postseason last year. He has yet to find a good start this year, which is a little scary. But maybe, even with a young pitcher, maybe, like you said about Aaron Nola, that veteran presence, maybe for Ranger Suarez, he just has to be in the playoffs to yeah. pitch well. I mean, that usually doesn't happen, but he was so good in the playoffs. If he can be a solid number three, 
behind Wheeler, who is great this year, and Nola, who is okay, but obviously is a great pitcher, then Phillies can go as far as they did last year. 100%. Ranger Suarez has a lot to do with this starting rotation and this team. Um, All righty. I think – oh, I also wanted to touch on – how about the additions of Josh Bell and Jake Berger? Getting them out of the AL Central – Going to the going to the Marlins, that makes that lineup not only add a home run, two home run guys, but a lot of depth. Hundred percent. Those were those were great additions by the Marlins at the trade deadline. Yeah, um, bullpen scares me a little bit with the Marlins, especially. I mean, David Roberts Robertson's been everywhere in the league, but he's been really bad with the Marlins. Um, yeah, scares me. I think we're going to see a lot of runs in this series over great pitching. But which could make it fun, which could make it a fun series. Anything else you got to add with that? I think we've got, we've I've got Philly, Philly in two. Yeah, I got Phillies. It it just scares me that they don't have Alcantara or Yuri Perez. 100%. Think, that's literally, think about the Twins going into the playoffs without signing Grand Pablo Lopez. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Which we would not be fans of. Thank, nope. God, we, thank God they're healthy. The Rays. Who started out? Uh, how many? Thirteen and zero, fourteen and zero. This season? something like that. It was crazy. Um, and were the hottest team in baseball until unfortunately they got the Yankee bug, and all went downhill. Taj Bradley looked like an outstanding rookie his first couple starts, and then he finally settled down into a lot of rookie pitchers we see. Um, Zach Eflin's been their only really healthy great pitcher this season i think it's like third or fourth in wins um among starters this year zach eflin's been really good but the rotation which i mean does the rotation really even matter when you have kevin cash as your as your manager jacob no no it doesn't um because they they use their bullpen more than anyone they make good pitchers great pitchers more than anyone um, the lineup without Wander Franco is what scares me in this first series because they're going to have to put runs to match the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Glasnow gives you a good shot in game one. That's for sure. But mm-hmm. yeah, this this Texas lineup is no joke, man. It, it's sincerely probably the best in baseball when healthy. And uh, it, it's just really going to come down – I don't even know what the series is going to come down to. They're so close. They're so evenly matched. Like, you know, Tampa's always going to pitch well. Tampa's at home. Their bullpen yep. is good. And, and their, their, uh, their lineup is, is always solid. Like, you can't really point yeah. to a weakness with Tampa. Like, yeah, they're not as strong as the Rangers maybe in their lineup, but it's still a good lineup. And, and with Texas, you know, their bullpen has suffered a lot this year. Uh, as Twins fans, we've seen that firsthand. But yeah. th- this Texas team is just so, so damn good. This Rangers lineup is just so, so stacked, and it's so deep, too. I mean, you've got probably the best hitter in the AL this year that's not named Shohei Otani in Corey yeah. Seager. You've got Marcus Simeon, who's been on a tear, one of the best second basemen in the league. And then you've got Nate Lowe at first. You've got... Uh, Jonah Heim behind the dish. Mitch Garver is possibly a DH. He's been slugging the ball like crazy this year. 
Adolis Garcia is one of the most underrated players in all of baseball out in the outfield. Yeah, first all star appearance and first home run derby appearance in in one year. Yeah, I mean they're they're crazy good. They're crazy deep, and I, I, their bullpen is just really just a glaring weakness for this team. So I guess we'll see how that fares in Tampa. Really looking forward to this series, though. At least with the Twins, they have great starting pitching that can get them into six, seven, eight innings. With Tampa Bay, it's been streaky pitching. I'd like their I I like their team a lot more if they had Scherzer, even though Scherzer hasn't been fantastic this season going into the playoffs. But like you said, their offense is just going to outweigh your pitching and their own pitching. And you just hope that they can get to the bullpen with a two, three run lead. Um, and may, I don't know, who knows? Maybe we see an Araldis his staff self, right? Who can close some games out. Um, but the Rays – it can't be stated enough how much Franco for the Rays and Shane McClanahan hurts them. I would like their chances a lot more to have won the division or in this series if they had those two guys. Yeah, they, they would probably be the one seed had they had those two guys for the rest of their season. Yeah, and when you look at McClanahan, Glasnow, and Eflin as your one, it's that's pretty good. And yeah. without McClanahan, it's just two good pitchers. Their third, fourth, and fifth guy, you don't know what you're going to get. Their bullpen's obviously going to be good, but this offense, I don't think will score enough with the Rangers despite being at home. And yeah, talking yeah. about um, talk about home field advantages in the playoffs, this is probably a team with the least of it. Tropicana Field, I don't think, frightens any opponent. No. Um, and they're only going to have one one home series. But I, I, I'm with you. I think the Rangers' offense is too much. And do you think the money that the Rangers gave Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon was worth it? I think through a couple of years, it's, it's looking okay. It's, it's looking pretty good, yeah. We'll see what they do in the playoffs. They can definitely make the, um, Texas's front office look a lot better if they can produce in the playoffs like they have. Corey Seager's he's so good. He's so he's good. So, he's, He's a very, very good shortstop. Um, yes. And kind of like the Luis Arias, kind of like Luis Arias, except hits home runs. Yeah, yeah. He's got... He gets on base a lot. And he has some absolute pop in that bat. Yeah. Um, maybe the maybe the AL Ronald Acuna. Because <laughs> I think... Think about his stats with how many games he missed. They would be similar despite the stealing numbers to Acuna. Like they're they're ridiculous. He missed the first how many games? Yeah, he was out. He was out for a long, long time, and he ended up batting three twenty seven. Yeah, ridiculous. So, um, all righty. The Rangers. I guess I'd like to see. Could you pull up, uh, Jacob? The Tampa Bay Rays hitting against left-handed pitching. This game one is going to be – it's going to kind of – Jordan Montgomery, since being with the Rangers, has been phenomenal. If Rays struggle, and that's one thing I forgot to look up, if they struggle hitting lefties, I love the Rangers in this first game because they're going to score They're going to score some runs on glass now, I think. The Rays hit better against lefties than righties. 
Okay. Well, it's it's pretty. It's almost even. They hit two seventy versus lefties versus two fifty seven against righties. Uh, their OPS is seven eighty four versus lefties, seven seventy four versus righties. It's going to depend if Montgomery can get them to six or seven innings in this game, or if, or if, like you said, we could just see their their team put against Glass. Now it's going to be hard to do, but if they could put up five runs against yeah. Glass, get them get them out early. Um, righty. that's a good series to look forward to. And then that'll be a fun one. We got the Twins and the Blue Jays. That, my friend. Uh, Gosman game one against Pablo Lopez game one. Might be a little defensive pitching affair. Maybe some low low scoring game. I think the over-unders at seven and a half. Two great pitchers that could keep it under seven and a half. Um, what, what do you think about game one? We'll get into game two and possibly game three. Game one is going to be very, very, very fun. Uh, Pablo Lopez, I, I mean, let's just let's let's be honest here. This series has three of the five best pitchers in the American League. You've got Pablo Lopez, you've got Sonny Gray, and you've got Kevin Gosman. Those guys are probably all going to finish top five in AL Cy Young voting. Yeah, and they might they might be two, three, and four if we're being honest. Yeah, because Garrett Cole's Garrett Cole's going to win it, and then it might Four-rounder. go. It might go Gosman, Gray, Lopez. So this this is going to be a very very fun series. You're going to see a lot of good pitching. Both of these bullpens have been pretty good this season. Um, you know, as a Twins fan, we're a little biased, and we always think that oh, this bullpen sucks. But the bullpen is actually pretty decent this year, especially with a lot of the new guys that we've been getting back from injury. You know, Chris Paddock's looked really good. Kenta Maeda's yeah. transition to the bullpen went well. Louis Varland's stuff looks insane out of the bullpen right now. He's touching triple digits for the first time. Um, so so it's going to be a fun series, but, but game one especially is going to be really fun to see who gets trotted out there. To the top strikeout leaders amongst um, starting pitchers, in the league, Pablo Lopez and Kevin Gosman, and two teams that strike out a lot. Two teams that hit home runs but strike out a lot. Um, could be a low-scoring game, like I said. I really like the Twins' chances if we don't have to see Pagan at the end of the game, um, which I don't think we will considering our bullpen. Now that Paddock's healthy, we, we transition Varland and Maeda to the bullpen. I don't think we'll have to see Pagan, but Pagan scares me if he gets in the game. Um, Pagan's had, a, Pagan's had a really good year, Max. I hate to tell you that, but he has. I I really don't care to look for his numbers because when <laughs> I watch him try and close a game, it's like, please don't. The last, his last two outings, I think he went like a full inning each time and he might have struck out the side both times. Well, that's I mean, good he, to hear. Hopefully he can find form going in. Because every time I've watched him, Jacob, I know, and that just might be the luck of the draw for you, but he finished the yeah. season with a 299 ERA. Yeah. He got um, below three, which is insane. Yeah, that, that is really impressive. Uh, what do we see for game two? Do we like that a couple of the twins on this team and just players in general have seen Boreos before and that here's a former Twinkie? Does that help or hurt you? I don't know who they're going to pitch game to. I we know it's going to be Sonny Gray. 
The but I think for the Blue Jays, I think they're going Brios. You think? For game two. I, I would I would imagine. I I can see that happening. I just don't know. So, so there's a couple scenarios, right? Blue Jays win game one with Kevin Gosman. I think they pitch Barrios game two. Blue Jays lose game one with Gosman in. I think they pitch Kikuchi game two. Kikuchi and here's here's fun. why. He's a lefty, and the Twins are I, – I don't know the exact number, but they are one of the worst teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. They got be they got be down there with the Royals and the A's. <laughs> yeah, for sure, hundred percent. And 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 so that's if I think I think if the Blue Jays take an O one deficit to start the series, I think we could see Kikuchi game two. Is it likely? I don't know, but that I, I could see it happening. I I agree. If they're down one zero in a three game series, they could go with uh, strength against weakness. Um, which you'd hate to see as a Twins fan, but yeah, that could definitely be a possibility. Um, either way, I like our chances anytime Gray steps onto the mound. Sonny's 100%. just been, I mean, there was a point in time where he had a sub two ERA for a long time. Yeah. And I got to see him pitch in LA. They didn't end up winning the game, but he's, Sonny Gray's been something else this year. Him and Lopez have been able to get the job done. Uh, I really, really hope you you go, Jacob. Sonny Gray's led the league. He he leads the AL in home runs given up per nine. So he doesn't give up the long ball. He pitches really, really well. He doesn't have as many strikeouts as a Pablo Lopez or even a Joe Ryan. But, I mean, just a solid, solid veteran pitcher right there. And like yeah. we said, he'll finish top five in AL Cy Young voting for sure. I would really, really like to see – for sure, Royce Lewis and Correa in this lineup tomorrow. What do you think the chances are? I, I know Buxton's a long shot. Buxton's a long shot, especially because he doesn't really have a role on the team other than DH right now. He hasn't played a single game out in the field in the big leagues. He yeah. tried a couple of rehab starts in St. Paul out in the outfield. Didn't go too well. So I doubt we see Buxton in this first round. Maybe we see him in the second round. Uh Royce Lewis is not 100% yet. He hasn't run at 100%. Uh, his, his swing is still a little weird, uh, but we could definitely see him on the roster. Whether or not he plays the field is another thing, but we could see him as the DH potentially for this wildcard series. Uh, and Correa, you know, he's been battling plantar fasciitis this whole season, so it's just whether or not he's going to be able to fight through the pain some more, and, and I think he will. I think he wants to play, so they're going to let him play and – we need that defensive wizardry at shortstop. Let's be honest. Yeah, we do. Um, and I just like our chances a lot more with a guy who's been to multiple world series and has played a bunch of playoff games leading this team. Uh, despite his number this season, we know what he'd be in the playoffs for us. Um, unfortunately we didn't get to see it last year, but we know what he would be. And Royce Lewis, if you get the bases loaded, <laughs> He, I hope he's healthy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but I, I really trust this pitching staff. I really trust our bats. Um, obviously, those two guys help even without them. I think they can gain enough home runs, um, guys on base. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I think the Blue, I am... 
if you look at those um, three teams, maybe even add the Mariners, knock on wood, the Blue Jays are probably the first team that I would have chosen just because they don't have a Montgomery. Like, I mean, Kikuchi's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Mon- Montgomery for the Rangers and they don't have the lineup of the Rangers. Um, as far as the Astros, we, we're not facing a team that's been there the past six years until possibly next round. Um, home, home field advantage does not matter versus the Astros. Teams like the Astros and the Dodgers with great managing and great hitters and great and a lot of experience, home field advantage doesn't matter too much. And then obviously the Rays, it, they were a 100-win team for a reason, right? Like this team, they win a lot of games. Yeah. So um, excited for this series. Anything else you got to add for the Twinkies? Just really, really excited to see this team perform in the playoffs. Um, I'm excited to see how Rocco manages these games. Uh, He, Twins fans criticize him a lot for having a quick hook in the regular season. They always say, oh, you know, Gray had five really good innings. Why did he take him out for the sixth? Or, you know, why'd you take Joe Ryan out for the fifth? Well, Rocco usually has a pretty good reason. I am a rare Twins fan that actually really appreciates what Rocco does. Uh, I do. Sonny Gray is not good historically after the fifth, sixth inning. So he's got a reason to go to the bullpen there. If he didn't, he wouldn't. Um, And I just, I, I really, really have enjoyed what Rocco has done with the, with the pinch hitting this year. Uh, It gets a little excessive sometimes, you know, like, oh, hey, we're going to start Julian at second and then we're going to pinch hit it for him in the in the fourth inning. Right. But uh, it's going to be fun to see how Rocco manages these games. A lot of young guys and a lot of newcomers to this to this um, offense that have been that have had a spark. But um, yeah, that, that is that is something to definitely keep in mind. If you haven't watched many Twins games this season. Do not be surprised if we have three or four guys that were not in the starting lineup in the lineup in the seventh, eighth, ninth innings. Don't be surprised yeah. if 100%. if Ryan Jeffers or Christian Vasquez gets on base and all of a sudden there's a pinch runner and a defensive substitution. Don't be surprised if in the seventh inning and, and Toronto brings in, brings in a lefty from the pen. Don't be surprised if Walner, if Julian – if Kirilov, if any of those guys get pinch hit for, because Rocco hates sending a lefty up to the plate with a lefty on the mound. Can can the guys that you just named, uh, Walner, Eduardo, and Kirilov, hail the ballpark? Oh, those guys. <laughs> the, the Twins, let me tell you something. The Twins after the All-Star break are just, I mean, we might want to check their bats, honestly. I mean, yeah. Kepler's, Kepler's just turned it on in the second yeah. half. Walner hits. I, did you see the ball Walner hit the other day? It's like a four hundred and seventy foot home grand slam. I mean, that yeah, ball might like, not have landed yet. Like Morneau said, we have not seen a ball hit out by that <laughs> scoreboard up top no. row. No, that was that was the most there. <laughs> the the most telling thing is there were like two people sitting in the section he hit it to. That, it was yeah, crazy, it was, and it was raining. Yeah, it was ridiculous. it was the most ridiculous ball I've ever seen hit. Well, Twinkies, you have your chance to silence all the haters. Um, you're not facing the Yankees or the Astros, so maybe they can win the series. But Just either way, win win the first game since 04. That's all we're asking. Win the first game, right? Man, I would be depressed if we went to game three and 
didn't didn't finish it. Um, who do you think goes game three? By the way, Joe Ryan. I th- I think Ryan goes too. I, I don't I don't really think there's a question anymore because, well, because the, the real toss up over pitched, so it'd be short rest. Yeah, even for yeah. game three. Uh, I I just really think, and, and then the only other question was Maeda, but Maeda transitioned to the bullpen, right? So I think Ryan's really your only choice. Keuchel hit the IL, so yeah. I, I I think Ober then would start Game One against Houston. Man, I would love to see Ryan go. It I don't want to see it go three games, but if it did and he had one of his gems, like he had a couple this season. If that well, and that's a huge advantage too. If we can sweep Toronto, if we can win games one and two right off the bat, don't have to use Ryan in the wild card series. Yeah. Then we can start Joe Ryan on Saturday in Houston. That's huge. Oh, hundred percent. Um, all righty. Should we get into our brackets? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You want to start with yours or mine first? You go. Okay. Once it shares here. Alrighty. Um you had you had sent me yours so that I could display it. I looked at it. I see a lot of teams that are the same as mine, except for the World Series uh, matchup. But first round, I like I, I'm with you. I, I think this Rangers offense is too good to outweigh their bad bullpen. And we're really excited to see Simeon. Corey Seager. And good news also for the Twins, being on the opposite side, we wouldn't have to see them until the ALCS. Yeah. Right? Because if the Twins want – yeah, we wouldn't have to see them until the ALCS. Um, and they're they're a scary team. But regardless, it's I think that offense will put up enough runs in Tampa Bay to do the job. Um, excited to watch it, though. Let's go. 100%. Uh, Orioles having a bias. They they have a home. Baltimore can get rowdy, especially night games at, at Camden Yards. That place can get rowdy. And how fun would this would this matchup right here be? The Orioles and Rangers. It's going to be a very fun matchup if and when it happens. Yeah, or even if the Rays go, I think it'd be fun. Um. Anyways, Twins, Blue Jays. I don't even we, – we just talked about it. Even if I thought the Blue Jays were the better team, can't put them over the Twinkies. Come on, boys. We, we got to get this one, right? We, we just have to win this series. Have um, to. And then over in the NL, I have the Brewers, their pitching staff, even not having Woodruff, their pitching staff over the Arizona Diamondbacks young team. Um, I have them going into Los Angeles – I have the Phillies being the Marlins. Marlins, like I said, came down to one thing for me. Alcantara and Yuri Perez not being healthy for this series. It's too much to overcome against a really, really good um, against a really, really good lineup in the in the Phillies. Probably the Phillies lineup in the NL. Well, obviously you have the Braves, but then the Texas Rangers lineup in the AL, very similar. Um just can get out of the park, get on base, and have those – like, Phillies have Turner, Harper, um, Schwarber, who have all been there. Like, those are the three guys that I really think of in the playoffs. And then the yeah. the Rangers have 
they have a lot of really good young guys, but they they have Semyon and they have Corey Seager, who's been there a lot with the Dodgers. Yep. Astros, if they were to go into Houston, I'd love to say that the Twins could do it, but I mean, it's only the Houston's luck that they would have won yesterday and the Rangers were lost. Just getting yeah. that by is so killer. But regardless, the Twins would have to go into Houston, which I don't really don't really like, but who am I who am I to say? I mean, Twinkies can go in there and win. They can put up some some runs. How did we played them? I can't remember once or twice this season. That's we played. The I think we had. I think we had two series against them, and I think we did pretty well. I think we did do well. Um, granted, the Astros never won at home this season. They had a terrible home home record, which is weird. You got you got the games. Uh, we went four and two against Houston. Four and two. Uh, Rangers going into Baltimore for three for three games if it goes to five. Don't really like it, especially the Orioles coming off rest. I just don't know if the Rangers' arms are deep enough. And it's a really, really good offensive lineup. The Orioles pitch well, especially Rodriguez as of late, Bradish as of late, but I don't know if the Rangers have the arms of the bullpen to go into – to go into Baltimore win that series. That's what that's what scares me. Braves. Yeah. Uh I'm sorry, I just went all the way up here. I skipped the Braves Phillies. But um Braves Phillies would see a rematch and or no. Would it be a rematch because the Phillies faced the Padres. No. Yep, it, it's a rematch from the DS last year. From the DS. That's right. And they got they got the best of them, but how would this be, other than the World Series, this would probably be the best series. Braves Phillies. It'd be very, very fun because you've be- got that revenge factor from last year and and just two star-studded lineups. I'd like to say it'd go f- five games. I want to see it go five games. Yeah, because that's just that would just be fireworks. I'd take the yeah. over in every game. And I'd take the series to go at least, at least four or five – or three or – Four games for sure. Um, Orioles, Twins. <sighs> Orioles are just a tough team this year. I think if the Twins get past the Astros, I'd love to say that they could beat the Orioles, but I don't. I don't know if I could see it happening. Um, their Orioles are too good at home. Um, Twins weren't a bad road team, but the Orioles are just so good at home. And then Braves, Dodgers, obviously in the NLCS. I I mean Phillies and Brewers have a chance, but this Braves and Dodgers. I mean, look at the records here: 104 wins, 100 wins. Um, I just I I don't see a matchup other than the Braves and Dodgers. But if they were to match up, the Braves do not have this, or the sorry, the Dodgers do not have the starting rotation to be in this series, even at home. I mean, Kershaw can give them a really good game, but when you look at Bobby Miller, Emmett Sheehan, you got really really young rookies um, going, going into Atlanta. I, I don't know. It's, um, it's tough for sure. It's tough. And then two of the winning is um, the Orioles in the AL, the Braves in the NL in the world series. I, I got the Braves winning it all. Let's go to yours. 
What do you, what do you first? What do you like and what do you not like about this bracket? Um, I mean, you're going to switch to mine a little bit, so you know I like a lot of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Atlanta's the best team in the MLB this year. I think they're the odds-on favorite for a reason. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun watching a lot of these postseason matchups. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, okay. Jacob, four is yours. So, so my bracket looks a lot like Max's. Um, I think the only difference is I've got Texas over Baltimore. I think this Texas lineup is just a little bit better than Baltimore's. I think Baltimore was very, very good in the regular season. I think I trust Texas's rotation more in the playoffs than I trust a very, mind you, a very, very good Grayson Rodriguez and Kyle Bradish. I, I think I, I just have more trust in Jordan Montgomery and Nathan Eovaldi. Eovaldi's, he, he scares me. Um, since coming off IL, nine plus ERA, he's been really poor. Granted, you're not pitching for everything, right? It's just another regular season game. You're going to bring it more in the playoffs. And we saw we did, was that two years ago in New York? And then um, the next series, he, he pitched really good, well two years ago, but in New York, especially in that wild card game. Yeah. I, I just think Texas has something magic this year. I think they just, they just have a really, really good team. I think they beat the Orioles. And then I, I think the Twins Rangers series would be very, very fun to watch. Uh, if you watched those games in August when the Rangers were in Minnesota, there were some tempers flaring. There were some uh, intentionally hit batters potentially. Yeah. Uh, that, there was, you know, home runs, grand slams. That's when Royce Lewis grand slam mania yeah. took off was against the Texas Rangers in uh, late August. So that that's going to be fireworks if that series happens in the playoffs, and I, I think Texas just has something special this year with this lineup. I think they go to the World Series, but again, I think Atlanta just overpowers them. Everyone has that. Everyone has that NFL team, that March Madness team, NBA not so much because it's so star driven, but MLB team. Um, I really I like the Rangers all season too. Before the season started. After they signed uh, Jacob DeGrom, I did a little playoff preview and I had the Rangers winning the series. They lost on the last game of the season, which I would love to see them win. But regardless, everyone has that team. Yours is the Rangers. I can see why. Um, I'll, I'll let you talk about the, wor- the World Series matchup. But, yeah, the Rangers, they, if they can get hot for sure. Or they can stay hot. Yeah, and then, I mean, the World Series, Atlanta's just too good, in my opinion. I mean, they almost beat the Twins' record with a different baseball. Like, the Twins and Yankees in 2019 hit, you know, 307, 306 home right. runs. Right. And Atlanta was at 305 going into the last day of the season. I don't know if they hit any more yesterday, but they, hit, they almost broke the record with a normal baseball this year. They didn't yeah. even need the juice ball to break that. <laughs> How many players do they have above 20 home runs? It's a lot. They might go one well, through nine with 20 plus homers. I I mean, they have, okay. They have Elbies, Acuna, uh, Matt Olson, Mike, Michael Harris, I think got, got over 20. Um, Marcel Zuna. They had five. For, oh, Sean Murphy had over 20. 
Yep. I, I think, think Eddie Rosario hit over 20. Eddie did? I think he might have. Eddie hit over 20? Um. Yeah, regardless, that that offense is just insane. We, we've Eddie, talked Rosario about... hit, Eddie Rosario hit 21 homers this year. That's insane. Uh, we've talked about how their seventh or nine hitter are better than most of the teams in the MLB. It's it's ridiculous. And we saw with the Bruins last year, the Patriots when they had a perfect season. Usually it doesn't work out for whatever reason, but the, I just I won't I here's what I'll say. Going into the playoffs, every single game, I'm not gonna bet against the Braves. Yep. No, I I a hundred percent agree with what you said. You know, when you're filling out a bracket, you just kind of have to look at who's the best team, and that doesn't always necessarily play out. But yeah, I'm definitely not betting against Atlanta. Yeah, that would not be fun to do. All righty, let's stop sharing this tab. Big day tomorrow, Jacob. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be pretty stressful, but. Uh, Really, really looking forward to it. Um, we gave you our World Series picks. We gave you our brackets. Pretty similar, but mainly need need the Twinkies tomorrow. And I think I think a couple key things that we talked. One was getting the news about Woodruff today was huge because um, he would have been. I would really like the Brewers a lot more in two games over three games. Um, if Woodruff was going the second game, who knows though, this Diamondbacks team, they can put runs on the board. And when Gallon and Merrill Kelly are going, um, that, that team is good for, for a little bit of the season. They're, they're leading the NL West. Um, while they're young, they can hit for power. And when they're on base, they steal a lot of bases. Yeah, no, they're, they're a very fun young team. I just think there's, this is maybe a year too early for them. Yeah, I, w- I really would like to see this Cubs team in the playoffs. Yep. I don't know about you. I mean, I like I like the Marlins, obviously, because Luis Arias, but the Cubs team was fun to watch, and they just kind of fizzled out at the end of the season. 100%. Rays, I never thought were legit enough. Their pitching was awful, but um, the Cubs, the Cubs would have been, been fun to see. Yeah. Well – Anything you want to add before we end this playoff preview podcast? Don't think I have anything, Max. Just really looking forward to watching playoff baseball again. It's just an atmosphere that is unmatched. Go Twinkies. If the if they advance, if they advance, we will be doing a preview before they face the Astros. 100%. All righty. Go Twinkies, episode number 48, taking it to the Max Sports Podcast with your host, Max Murphy, with Jacob Nistler. We're out.